You are listening to a conservative review production. Trust, but verify. You're listening to The Conservative Conscience. In Washington, politicians are full of half-truths and hot air. The Conservative Conscience is here to help you cut through the rhetoric and noise and explore the politically right way to think about the issues. You'll dive into one of the most insightful conservative minds in America. Conservative Review's senior editor, Daniel Horowitz, and along with co-host Joe Koss, they break down the major issues in Washington. You are now entering The Conservative Conscience. Welcome back to The Conservative Conscience. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz. I'm actually recording here late Tuesday night after a terribly long day of work. I've just been working on so many articles on the courts, on 50 million issues. You see my writings every day. And I just felt compelled to do something a little different than our kind of broad weekly look at, at many of the issues, thematic stuff. I wanted to hone in, hone in on something very specific that, at least at the time that I'm recording now, just happened and that's Donald Trump's, I don't know what to call it, evolution on the immigration. You know, before we get into immigration, let me just, you know, start from the beginning here. By now, you know you know what I feel about this election, what we all feel about it, most of you guys. Um, we've sacrificed a lot, you know, for this. We are literally getting rid of two of the three stools of conservatism, um, forget about the character issues, National Enquirer, planting stories about Ted Cruz. Um, th- these ain't our values. But we're told we, we you know, we got to beat Hillary. Well, okay. So then you have a guy that is just the worst messenger, sabotages our messaging, and is literally losing or tied in states like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Missouri, Arizona, and he's losing in states like Colorado and Virginia by a, a margin similar to the margin that Romney lost the bright blue state of New Jersey and, and Romney still lost nationally. I mean, so we're losing 100%. This is over. I mean, you, you cannot recover from that. Pure horse race analysis there. Um, I don't want that to be the result, but I'm just saying it is what it is. But, you know, we were told, if nothing else, man, immigration is the most important issue. And and at least he's good on that. At least he's going to message that, put America first. And, you know, the thing about Trump is he says everything. He takes every side of every issue at any given time. So you could always hang your hat on, you know, his staff does put up some good things, some of his prepared speeches. We've even praised them. Um, but as you know, bad comments are more potently deleterious and damaging than good comments are helpful. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reality. It's it's the off message stuff that really hurts you. And just just so you guys know, and most of you already know, immigration is my big issue. Half my books about it, the history, the legality, the policy ends. Um, I, I could possibly say if 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 I'm not the top immigration writer, certainly within the top five in the country, just in pure scope and breadth of the issue. I have a you know several big articles out over the, just over the past week. A couple of them will link up in the show notes. And, uh, you know, this issue I've been fighting for about a decade, not just the 2013 amnesty, but the 2006-2007 fights. And we've really covered it from every angle, the legal angle, historical angle, um, economic, fiscal, cultural, security, from a criminal justice standpoint, state sovereignty, national sovereignty, 
we, we've really run the gambit. Um, and I'm very proud of our work at Conservative Review. So, you know, we're not Johnny come lately to this issue. We've been remarkably consistent from day one before it's even been cool to, to write on this issue. You know, legal, illegal, the numbers, the trajectory. Um, please do me a favor, order Stolen Sovereignty, my, my new book online at Amazon. Chapter 7 in particular is where you want to see kind of my my case on immigration. Chapter 6, I talk about our founders and their views on immigration. And um, you know, one of the big problems we've had with this issue, and, and it's been driving people like us nuts, and this is why so many people were originally attracted to what they perceived in Donald Trump, is that so many Republicans and even conservative, conservative think tank people, they were always expressed the issue in the worst way. The other side's position is so radical. You know, you have the article I just put out from 20 years ago. Not not my article from 20 years ago, but the article's from last week. But uh, President Bill Clinton in the State of the Union address in 1995 saying stuff that's more on message than any conservative now on illegal immigration. It was just, you know, this is fundamentally unfair. It's not good for our sovereignty. It's not good for our security, our economy. And, um, you know, we're going to clamp down on it. We're, we're deporting, um, we're enforcing the law, we're clamping down on on employing them. It, it was just, you know, about a 90-second clip that's just astounding. I mean, it's better than even Jeff Sessions nowadays. It's You can't get better than that. That That's how far the Democrats have come. It's not hard if, if you really believe in your heart in sovereignty and you understand the issue and you believe in it. It's not very hard to articulate it. It's not very hard to illustrate the extremism of the other side on it and the harm of the other side. But if you don't believe in something, you're going to sound like a clumsy fool and preemptively take on self-culpability for your extremism. And and that's what Donald Trump did Tuesday night at a rally in Texas and really this entire week through his surrogates and this flip-flopping, I'm going to uh, soften my tone on immigration. I'm not, but what do we do with the people here? It's not It's not right. We don't want to be mean to people. And again, I want to start off with the way you articulate an issue, and I want to give an example through the prism of the abortion debate. When you're debating abortion, so the left always wants to focus on, you know, the examples that, so to speak, make us look extreme. So they'll always want to focus on a woman gang raped and, you know, became pregnant and what do you do then? Or a woman's about to die and if she, she'll die of the disease if, you, you know, you don't do, do an abortion. But, you know, anyone who, any thinking person understands that these are just straw man arguments. We literally have had 50 million abortions since Roe v. Wade. It's abortion on demand. It's late term, partial birth. I mean, there's cases even after they're born, they starve the baby to death and don't sustain the baby. Um, You know, taxpayer funding for abortion, leave no abortion behind. The whole Gosnell controversy with the, um, you know, terrible conditions of some abortion clinics. You, the Planned Parenthood scandal with with them bragging about harvesting and trafficking baby organs with, with taxpayer funding, obviously, and of course the courts are mandating that states fund it. That's a different issue we're covering. So that's what you focus on, right? You don't sit and focus on oh well, oh, two people or you know, or, you know, look, rape is very rare in the scheme of of the whole debate on abortion demand. So, you know, honest people could disagree over just the morality of that. It's a life. You know, it still, you know, doesn't address the issue by killing the baby. 
other people think not, but whatever. You know, (laughs) if that's going to stop abortion on demand, whatever. But you don't you don't focus on that. That's a straw man. You you don't you don't sit and focus your messaging on rape and and when you know supposedly when the woman's life is in danger. Same same principle applies to immigration. Anyone who's you know just read a couple of weeks worth of articles we put up at Conservative Review, certainly the latest one, we have a gushing flow of harmful, destructive third world illegal and legal immigration. From a fiscal standpoint, from a security standpoint, we have the article up that that the Southern Command of the U.S. military is now admitting that 30,000 individuals from the Middle East came through our southern border um, just in the first 10 months of, of this fiscal year. That you have immigration judges out of the DOJ releasing 100,000 um, illegal immigrants granting them amnesty, judicial amnesty, even ones Obama wanted to deport. Um, And that's very few of them. You have Obama abusing temporary protected status, parole, asylum. You have the refugee flow, which is so unpopular with the public, according to all polls. There's so much to hit them on. And they want to take the existing record immigration across the board, record immigration from the Middle East, and, and, and just double it. What about putting Americans first? It is so easy to message that. You focus on the current flow, the existing problem. You don't focus on, well, what are you going to do with all everyone here? Huh? Huh? Are you going to have a mass deportation and throw out every person that's already here? What about those who are here for 20 years? And you don't, you don't focus on that. I mean, that that's, it's a straw man. The, the, um, the analogy I always give is, you know, say you have a massive thunderstorm and, and a flood and you have water just gushing into your basement. The, the, the way this debate has been in our political system is the equivalent of the following. Your neighbor coming over while you're, while you're trying to you know, find a way to stop the flow, um, grab you by the collar and say, All right, Daniel, come on, tell me, right here, right now, what are you going to do with the water here? How are you going to get it out? What service are you going to hire? Are you going to drain it all out of your basement? I mean, you would throw the guy off and say, get a life and, you know, continue trying to stop the flow, <laughs> right? The, the, given our, our sovereignty, security, societal, cultural, fiscal problems we have, both with the out-of-control refugee, illegal immigration, the illegal immigration, the courts, what they're doing, um, the executive amnesties, which are numerous over and beyond the ones that the media reports about, we report at it, about it at Conservative Review, I mean, that's the issue to focus on. You hang that around. Ask not what you could do for illegal aliens who are here. Ask what to do for Americans first. And again, Trump does message that once in a while. But here's the problem. This entire week, he's been focusing on this issue. He's allowing their messaging to get him. And this is why I thought we'd have Donald Trump. I thought the one benefit is we wouldn't repeat the same ridiculous establishment messaging talking points from your McCain-era Republicans. So I'm just quoting from Hill article here, reporting on his Trump's town hall in Austin with, uh, with Sean Hannity, and he says the following. He literally speaks to the audience. Let's take a poll. So you have somebody who's been in the country for 20 years. He's done a great job. Job and everything else and okay. Again, I'm just quoting this transcript. It's so incoherent, but whatever. I continue. 
quote, do we take him in the family and her and him or whatever and send them out? Trump asked the audience during an event with Fox News' Sean Hannity sent to air Tuesday night, according to excerpts. Again, quote, or somebody really has, Sean, you know, it's called like the merit system, other than they did break the law in the first place. Okay, it's a little unfair. We're going to let people come in anyway. They'll come in legally. We're going to let people come in anyway. Not going to have an impact. (laughs) So do we tell these people to get out, number one, or do we work with them? I'm just curious. Trump asked the crowd who wanted such people removed from the country. By the way, no amnesty, no citizenship. This is like a poll. This is sort of a poll. And by the way, amnesty and citizenship is a straw man. Amnesty means that you're not going to deport people, right? Saying you're going to offer them legal status is more than amnesty. Saying you're going to offer them citizenship is amnesty, amnesty, plus, plus, plus. So amnesty is not citizenship. This notion that I'll do everything but give them citizenship, that's still amnesty. And also, dude, that's never going to happen. Once you legalize them, either in four years, you'll have Congress, the executive, or the courts will just say equal protection, due process. Once they're here legally, you have to give them a path. So whatever, that's a straw man. But anyway, I continue. Trump said he plans to come out with a decision very soon on the issue of deportations. I I mean, again, Democrats are completely confident in their views. And we're like, we're diffident. We're, I'm going to come out. Why are you talking about that? Stop the flow first. Let's talk about what's going on instead of talking about what you're going to do with those already here. I, I just, I don't get it. He continues, but they feel that throwing them out as a whole family, they're here for a long time. That, that, that's a straw man argument. That's a straw man argument. Breaking up families, that is the result of the families, the parents, and the government of the foreign countries that encourage this. This is not our problem. Now, you might believe as a matter of policy some time down the road you you wouldn't have a problem doing it. If we reined in legal immigration, we reduced the legal immigration, we reduced refugees, we stopped the flow, we built the fence, we did all this. But and, and look, Trump might say he's only he only means after we do all the enforcement. But messaging matters. To talk about this validates the premise of the other side. Just like, you know, you want to talk about when the mother's life is endangered 90% of the time when you talk about abortion, you're going to be losing that argument. And you're just off message. That's not the point. It's the same thing here. It's not the point what to do with those already here. Even if you want, as a matter of policy, philosophically, as a hypothetical, you could debate this not as a presidential candidate because you're going to lose the messaging, but, you know, in some sort of civics uh, classroom, that's fine. But just remember that there's no legal right. There's no entitlement to that. But there is an entitlement right that the government, the federal government, this is one of its top jobs to enforce the sovereignty of the nation, of the states, of the people, of the union. They got to do it. That is an entitlement to protect the American citizens from the flow of illegal immigration, from Obama's abuses. I mean, every day he should be highlighting this story as we post almost daily at Conservative Review. Once in a while, he does touch on them. And again, you know, he talked about the victims of illegal immigration, but you can't be stupid. This is what is going to get the highlights, that he agrees to, he agrees this is harsh and tough, and 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 and, he, and it's weighing on his consciousness to deport. And again, the de- the mass deportation thing is a straw man. You start with not encouraging it, not downright breaking our borders. You enforce existing law, and a lot of the problem goes away. 
Um, whether you have to physically deport every last person is just a straw man. You never, in law enforcement, you never fully solve a problem. You mitigate the problem. I mean, that, that's just a, you know, a general problem people don't see. It's the same thing people always say, well, Daniel, a border fence, you know, people could get over it. Well, yeah, but, you know, in San Diego and Israel, it's proven to be 98% effective. So, you know, same thing here. Um, you, you know, you can't even speak to what the world looks like on the other side of immigration sanity. If we, you know, had immigration more in line with our tradition, if we stopped the public charge immigration, if we stopped the criminal elements, if we stopped, you know, if, if we had patriotic assimilation, if we ended new flows of illegal immigration, and then you have some here illegally, that's a different world. I don't know what that world looks like. But we are 50 million light years away from, from implementing that. And that is not what we need to be talking about now. The same way when we have mass abortion on demand and harvesting baby parts, we don't need to be talking about, well, are we going to ban every last abortion, every last state, and every last case? I mean, it, it, it's like any other straw man. Are we going to eliminate every tax, every regulation? It's it just, it's just, it's a stupid conversation. You, you know, Again, that, that, that's I'm, I'm just kind of rambling here, but I stumbled across another analogy. We have a major crisis, a regulatory crisis in this country now. Now, everything has its legitimate time and place in life. So let's say I'm a presidential candidate and I sit and talk about, well, you know, we don't want people polluting the water. You know, the companies are just you know, dumping toxic waste into our water systems, do we? You know, we do need some regulations. Well, yeah, I mean, no one's disputing that, but, you know, Context and timing matters. You are validating a straw man premise of the other side. It's the same thing here. I know some of you are going to point, but Trump said some good things too. And, you know, I don't know this policy speech that he plans on giving. Maybe it will, will ultimately be a good speech. They tend to be good speeches when, you know, his staff puts it on the teleprompter for him. But this all comes back to one thing. You can't articulate something that you don't fully believe. And as I've noted throughout the primary... You know, this man was never with us. I mean, he 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 said Mitt freaking Romney, who was a squish on this issue like no end, was too harsh on immigration. I mean, he, he's been all over the map. It, it's funny. He always expresses an issue the way it's perceived by the other side because he really is the other side. So, you know, he talks about those Second Amendment people taking up arms where he's kind of insinuating violence there. You, you know, he exaggerates things in, in a way that hurts us mes messaging-wise. Um, or he'll talk about throwing out Muslims, like even U.S. citizens, which is not what we're talking about because you can't throw out U.S. citizens, you know, without, you know, them being convicted through due process of treason. Um, but it's something very different than not initially bringing in, you know, a mass flow from the Middle East that's not already here. Same thing here with, you know, deportations. He, in his mind, I know it weighs on him because he views it in the vacuum of, you know, I know he is bothered by the victims of illegal immigration. I give him credit for that. But he's also bothered by, oh, but, but, you know, these families. That's not our problem as a matter of public policy. You know, I have no problem with, you know, people were all over Glenn Beck when he gave water and soccer balls to, you know, some of the unaccompanied minors. Most of them are actually accompanied, um, you know, crossing over the border. I don't have a problem on a personal level, you know, having humanity, but, but you know, as a matter of public policy, the history of the last three decades has shown that every time we do this, 
we just exacerbate the flow and we never solve the problem. And, and you further the problems. You further the problem of human trafficking. You got to just say no. And we've said yes to amnesty so many times. At this point, we got to just say no. But again, that we shouldn't be discussing the issue of what to do with those already here. This is the same trap that every Republican has fallen into. And, and, and by golly, we were promised that Trump would take the fight to the other side. I mean, run relentlessly on, on, on again, Obama abusing refugee and asylum policy. The article we have out um, this week, I, I, what is going on? Focus on the courts. Funding by, funded by uh, all, all these um, private entities. MALDEF and the ACLU and all these groups funded by the Ford Foundation and Soros um, to, to just grant rights to illegal aliens, privileges to criminal aliens, criminal aliens being released. It's it just, it's unbelievable. Y- you know, focus on that. Oh, and by the way, I don't want to forget here. Sign up, patriotmobile.com. Do not allow your your personal funds, your money to go to fund these liberal carriers and i can tell you all the phone carriers do don't donate to these liberal causes it will wind up funding an illegal alien litigation i guarantee you that my wife and i are uh we just got our 6gs phones um patriot mobile will work with you to customize a plan and up to five percent of your funds will be given to organization of your liking picture heritage foundation um judicial watch groups like that Sign up, patriotmobile.com. Very friendly representatives. They all speak English for a change. So very proud to have them as a sponsor. But anyway, we do need to fight this in the courts. And we need to fight the courts themselves. Where is Trump talking about that? One other point. Trump has been talking about, oh, I'm going to do just like Obama. Obama's doing a good job deporting them. I'm just going to do more of it with more energy. What? I mean, again, this is where he's off message. This is The Democrats are saying the border is more secure than ever because Obama has deported all the criminal aliens. And we have proven that's demonstrably false. Deportations have plummeted by roughly 65%, almost two-thirds, since um, 2011. And criminal alien deportations have plummeted by 27% in just one year from Obama's 2014 baseline to his 2015 baseline. I mean, it's a disaster. Obama's own DHS official said, if you're not a criminal alien, a really bad one at that. And even then, like I said, they don't get deported. Um, but if you're a regular person, your, your chances of being deported are close to nothing. And, and yet Trump is saying Obama's been good on deportations. I mean, what am I supposed to do? What are people like myself who have worked so hard on this issue we're happy that he kind of gave lip service to some of our talking points. We want Hillary to be defeated. What are we supposed to do with a man like this? At what point do we say, the very people that are saying we need to throw out our conscience, throw out our character, throw out our ideology, throw out conservatism to, 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 you know, all to serve the altar of this guy and to beat Hillary. At what point do you say the guy himself is ensuring not 90%, not 95%, but 100% that Hillary Clinton wins. So therefore, he needs to step aside. I'd like to know that. At what point do you see, oh, South Carolina is tied. Missouri is tied. Georgia is tied. He's losing white college voters, white college educated voters by, um, you know, 30, 40 more points than Romney. 
Um, Romney lost the Philly suburbs by nine points. He's losing the Philly suburbs by 45 points. You know, Romney won the Catholic vote or is roughly tied. Trump's losing by 17 vote, 17 points. I mean, that is terminal. He's done. So again, the last thing I was left defending is at least he's good on immigration. So much for that. Anyway, thanks for listening to my rant. Hopefully, I can't guarantee it's been a busy week, but um, we will hopefully have another podcast this week. But again, be armed with the facts. Look beyond the talking points. You got to think deeply. I know I'm a little long-winded sometimes, but this stuff doesn't fit on 140 characters in Twitter. I mean, you got to flesh it out sometimes, and, and this is why I'm I'm just all written out from all my articles, and I'm so tired of writing. I just had to vent uh but but thank you all for listening love to hear your feedback email me through through conservative review um we have an online uh form it comes straight to me i'll see it tweet me at rm conservative until next time god bless this has been another episode of the conservative conscience